Previously on the Adventures of the Mightiest Pen. Are you sure I haven't, like, seen you, like, anywhere? Well, who's gonna stay and protect the prince? You guys have been significantly stunted in terms of strength. People have been going missing. You know, have me. Okay, Clark is the new okay boomer. <laughs> Things are getting serious. Bishop, you said? No need to fear. Loden is here. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just trying to trying to keep the morale up. You two seem to know each other pretty well. Odin found Gritok. Yeah, my name's Lua, and this is my sister, Kiel. I'm keeping an eye on Nimbly. What, what are you writing? It's just a record of my travels. My name is, uh, something shifts under the ground beneath your feet. Wagon 2 gets taken first. Nimbly! Get the fuck out of there! Blocking your entrance into the vault. You start seeing these piles of twigs. Y'all are now completely surrounded. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Uh, roll initiative. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. okay. It was nice knowing everybody. Yeah, same. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's oh, no, because I probably am going to go first. It's uh, I rolled a 14 plus 2, which is 16. Okay, I had 12 plus 2, so 14. I rolled a 4 plus 3, so a 7. I rolled a 19 plus a 1, so 20. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, good job. Yeah, good job. I'm going to set the tone here real quick. <laughs> and then hang on, I'm going to roll for everybody else. I'm making like a weird tracker on my... Uh, so I covered my desk in dry erase. Ooh, so, nice. So I can now draw on my desk. We used to have that at a place I used to work at. They had that put on the uh, tables so that way they could have more creative meetings because most of the time it was like for idea generation and that way people could just like add on to the table instead of like trying to like compile notes later. So like everybody would just write everything down and then take a picture and then some one person would compile notes for the meeting instead of having tried to hodgepodge like a bunch of notes. That's so cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was a creative marketing firm, so of course they're going to have something like that. <laughs> wow, okay. This, this is actually working out pretty well. Or who? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't rolled initiative for, for NPCs that uh, that gets in the way of anybody, or like any of you guys. Oh, never mind. Hmm. Kevin, and then Toby, and then, oh. I love how we don't call Kevin. We don't use Kevin's character name. <laughs> loaded. I like... am Loden. Kevin is Loden. <laughs> Loden is Kevin. <laughs> I sometimes call him Loden outside of game, but in game I call him Kevin. <laughs> I just love it because it's like, it's like Seeks, Trace, Ella, and Kevin. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin the cleric. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I'm done. I promise I'm done. No, I'm not. It's gonna be great. I call bullshit. <laughs> I've never done it. Can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, you're you're the only one that has issues with that. Yeah. <laughs> you're the only one who jokes. <laughs> jokes is a is a constant companion in our journey here. <laughs> I think the the hard part for us is actually not making a joke out of everything. Totally. <laughs> unless it, unless we get the feels. <laughs> and we're like, oh. Okay. 
Excuse me. Bless you. Bless, Bless you. you. Thank you. Bless you. It was a hiccup, but thank you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that was a really, uh, really cute sneeze, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I should not eat an hour before game. No. So yeah, initiative has initiative has been rolled, and Loden, uh, it is your turn. You have an onkeg blocking the entrance of the vault, and uh, you have the the entire clearing is surrounded by uh, twig monsters. Um, I am going to cast as a bonus action spiritual weapon. Ooh. Uh, I create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast a spell again. When you cast the spell, you make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, it takes 1d8, plus my spell casting ability modifier. Um, as a bonus action, I can move the weapon 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within 5 feet of it. So, uh, it lasts for 1 minute. So that's my bonus action. How far am I from the Ankeg? Um, You started moving toward the carts when you saw them start getting taken, right? Yes. So you're probably about, mm, probably say about 25 feet from the Ankeg? Okay, well then I'm going to shoot him in the face <laughs> with Sacred Flame. <laughs> All right, uh, and the Anka has to make a dex save for that, right? Um, I'm double checking right now. Yes, it is a dexterity saving throw. Uh, how does a sixteen? Oof, miss. Okay, yeah, you you fire off that sacred flame, and the Ankeg. Uh, I'll say the Ankeg as you attack it, uh, digs its claw into the ground and sends up a a small wave of of rocks. Uh, and the sacred flame just kind of goes out. Ooh, okay. And then I'm going to end my turn with moving forward the rest of the the way. So you said 25 feet, then I'm going to take up 25 feet of my movement speed, and I'm going to engage him. So I'm going to be within uh, striking distance. Okay. Next person to go is Toby, the sharply dressed gentleman. Uh, Toby is going to go after uh, one of the twig monsters. At the edge of the clearing, uh, he is going to attack it with his rapier. Oh, all right, that was a lick. That was a lot. As soon as he sticks his rapier into the twig monster, it disintegrates into smaller twigs and is gone, um, or in a pile at least. I thought you were about to say that the little twigs start moving too. No. I was waiting for that, and I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Anytime <laughs> they talk about it breaking down into little twigs, it's like a jelly turning into tiny jellies. Like, Where does it end? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Fantasia. Yes. <laughs> the house of many brooms. Be careful. Don't give me ideas. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> right on that whole conversation. That was only the first one, and there's like... Probably like 30 or 40 of these little twig monsters. You heard nothing. I didn't say anything. We can edit that out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so can I just say that I'm pretty sure Seeks is like watching the action while she's trying to figure out what's going on. And when she sees uh, Toby take the twig monster out, she's thinking to herself that maybe this person is way more capable of protecting themselves than everybody else thinks that they are. Yeah, that, that would be uh, fair and probably accurate. Yeah. His, his movements definitely show experience with, uh, with his weapon. Uh, Seeks, it's your turn. Um, what is closest to me? 
you are still over by the where the carts were, correct? Yeah, I just grabbed my um I went back for my quarter staff, branchy quarter staff, and uh stood up, so I'm still by the carts. Okay. So you are within striking distance of probably a good ten or so of those twig monsters. Ten? <laughs> there are ten near me? I mean, you know, what what's your movement? Uh I got uh thirty feet of movement. Yeah, so uh, within a 30-foot radius of you, there's about 10 that that you can strike. Are there any other people near me? Gratok is still uh, kneeling over top of where one of the holes closed out, the one that took Odin. Oh. Okay. And make a perception check for me. Okay. Oh, fuck. It's, it's not good. It's not good, Captain. It's <laughs> uh, three plus three. It's six. <laughs> I'm going to say that, that while Nimbly had been near you before, uh, on a quick look, you don't see him anymore. Okay. They're, so they're within 10 feet of me? Are they within 15 feet of me? Uh, Gratok? Yeah. Yeah, I would say Gratok is about 15 feet away from you. Because I have an idea. However. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. I feel like Ella has a similar idea. <laughs> <laughs> As Seeks is, like, observing what is going on around her, um, she takes a quick look to see if there is anyone nearby, and uh, she shouts, If you're near me, back the hell up! And throws her hands, or her paws to the ground and casts Thunder Wave. Oh, boy. Thunder Wave is first level evocation. Uh, It has a... 15-foot cube that emanates from myself. Um, So a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and is not pushed. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effects, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. So real quick, uh, I am going to say Gratok is close enough. Uh, What's your save? 13. And what is the damage? Uh, 2d8. Oh, I have to roll damage, don't I? Well, well, hello. Look who's paying attention. <laughs> Hi, not me. Um, so I rolled six plus six damage for a total of 12. So Gritok unfortunately does not save. Uh, and so he takes the 12. And he dies. No! no. Crap! No! Gritok is having a bad day. <laughs> I was kind of... But wait, I shouted before I casted it. Wouldn't that give him advantage on the roll? <laughs> Could uh, that not? Because okay, I okay. warned him, please. All right, all right, fine. I'll give him advantage on the roll. Yeah. Please save the orc. All right, yeah. He gets it. He got a better roll that time. So okay, thank you. So he only takes six points of damage. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my panic attack now. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Uh, he's he's a big guy. I think they're all higher level than us anyway. <laughs> I know, but still. <laughs> okay, so how that works out is Seeks, you call out, giving Gratok uh, a moment to try and get out of the way, or at least to prepare for the Thunder Wave. 
And as you release this thunder wave, uh, the twig monsters that are around the edge of the clearing closest to you, they seem to try and like hunker down and get smaller and they cross like their twig arms in front of their chest. I'm going to say the the six that were uh, within the 15 feet of you, they all get taken out by the thunder wave. So she stands up and looks around and goes, well, that went better than expected. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do anything else? I think you can move. I am going to uh, take my staff and like who can you describe like the scene now that I've cleared those twig peoples? Yeah, you still have about four twigs that are within 30 feet of you. So they are kind of at the very edge of that uh, 30 feet. Gratok is about 15 feet away from you, and most everyone else is either toward the center of the clearing or over by the entrance of the vault, which is on the opposite side of the clearing from you. Um, is there anyone that's, like, been knocked apart? For- I know Gratok was on his knees, so is he, like, still prone, or has he, like... I wouldn't say that's prone. So he's fine. So everybody's fine. Nobody's, like, knocked prone or anything. Like Right, yeah. Okay. No no allies were in the radius, uh, uh, except for Gratok. Okay. Uh, so I'd say I'm going to move about, like, outside of that, like, 15-foot radius that I had, just so I get a little bit closer to the other twig monsters. The ones that I did not, like, blast. As so I get closer to where the action is. <laughs> yeah, so how the twig monsters are are positioned it's the the clearing is basically a circle on one end of the circle is the vault entrance on the other end of the circle is where the wagons entered the clearing and then mm-hmm. just around basically almost in like a complete circle you just have this line of of twig monsters so they're, they're not grouped together so oh, okay okay so then i guess i'll just join the uh the group towards the middle and get a little closer since i can't really take them out because I still have ranged attack spells, so... Okay. With your 30 feet of movement, you uh, you make it to about the center of the clearing. Okay. And then I end my turn. Um, next one to go is Kiel, the silent halfling paladin. Kiel is going to point at Loden, who is now right up on the Onkeg. And a sparkling light is going to come out of her hand... And Loden, you're going to find yourself covered in a shimmering field, and you now have plus two to your AC. Awesome. Cool beans. That is going to end her turn. Ella, it is your turn. I believe, so I'm pretty close to the vaults and the Onkeg, right? Yes. Okay. I think I'm going to cast Bane. So within a range of 30 feet, up to three creatures of my choice that I can see within range, must make charisma saving throws whenever a target that fails the saving throw makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw oh interesting yeah so obviously i'm going to choose the onkeg because that's the you know the big guy how charismatic can it be you know i'm kind of betting on that um and then i don't know are there two stick people close to me yeah, right above the vault entrance, there are uh, a couple of the stick monsters that are still forming that circle. Okay, so whoever is um, is closest to me, whichever two, I'll also include in that. Sounds good. Anything else you want to do? Um, I'm trying to think. Where is everyone else? Um, Kevin is slightly in front of you next to the Onkeg. Kiel is about five-ish feet behind you. Seeks is about another... 
10 feet behind Kiel. Leary is still, uh, Leary is kind of still by the center uh, of the clearing. And Tabitha, the human barbarian, is over by him. And then Trace, I'm going to say you are closest to Gertok, but you're still kind of in the center of the clearing. Okay. Um, I don't think I'm going to move anywhere. I think I'm pretty much where I want to be. Maybe move up a little bit so I'm like next to to Loden. But I am like casting kind of like a worried glance at like the caravan and the people who've been like sucked under like where they used to be. Um, but I think I'm I'm going to stay like on the front line. Real quick, but before we before we move on, uh, since you're moving closer to the Ankeg, Roll perception for me. Okay. Okay. That's a 13 plus zero. So it's 13. <laughs> okay. As you move closer and you and Loden kind of have the attention of this Ankeg, uh, you notice out of the corner of your eye, moving behind the Ankeg, uh, like kind of skirting the wall uh, next to the vault entrance, a tail. <laughs> it moves quickly behind the Ankeg and seems to go into the vault. Cool. Okay. So the Ankeg and the two stick monsters have to roll a Christmas saving throw. And what is the save for that? Um, okay, so it's not my save. Is that right? Your spell save. Um, spell save DC. That's what it's called. Sorry. That's what I thought. Okay, so my spell da- save DC is 13. Ankeg saves. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> And the, the twigs rolled a nat 20, so they saved. <gasps> God damn it! Ella is just not on it. Um, I just have hot dice rolls, guys. I'm sorry. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably like the worst the worst person to actually be a DM because of all of my hot dice rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you need cool dice. Humble brag. No, I want you guys to live and everybody dies anyway. <laughs> Accidental PPK. Total party kill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to roll nat 20s like five times in a row. Wow. Oh, God. Hey, remember when I rolled a nat one and then I rolled a two right after? Wow, Marguerite. Must be nice. But also, I'm sorry. One day she'll roll a nat 20. It'll be dope. It's going to be awesome. And your your dice will learn to fear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ella, did you want to do anything else? Well, I guess does it matter? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, okay. But you moved up to Loden. To be next to him, correct? Yep. Cool. So, yeah, Loden, you would notice this tiny creature uh, next to you. Small. Do, do not attack the small. <laughs> she is She is friend. Hey, I'm Ella. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've met yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, well. Hello, little one. <laughs> little, we got a little problem here. Pun intended. <laughs> oh. Oh, hey, don't, don't hate. Don't hate. <laughs> I didn't hate. I just Wait, thought it, I don't think I'm the problem here. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so next in the order is Gertok. He, in a fury, is going to go after the closest couple twig monsters, and he is going to carve into them with his uh, great axe. It's not a good axe. And he hits. It's a great axe. What happened? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It was really dumb. <laughs> oh no, is it like a joke about like a great axe and then a not so great axe? <laughs> I said it's not a good axe, it's a great axe. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be proud of you for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so that, that was a really good role and Gritok uh, demolishes two more of those twig monsters. So you guys are now down to only like 25 of the twig monsters. 
Wow. <laughs> Tabitha the Barbarian is going to set her sights on the Twig Monsters as well, uh, as they are accomplices in the disappearance of uh, her friends. She takes out another two. Trace, you are next. So I think Trace is at this point is just having a nice jog because I'm pretty sure all the things by the by the caravans are killed. So is there anything left by the caravans for me to kick ass? Oh no, no, you guys are still surrounded by twig monsters. There's just slightly fewer of them. Uh, and then of course there's the onkeg by the entrance of the vault. Okay. So I was jogging, I was I mean I was like running, she was like sprinting towards the caravan. Are there like Am I in range of anything, like, within, like, 30 feet? Yeah, you can get over to the line of Twig Monsters, no problem. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say, because these guys are, are pretty small, and they're spaced pretty close together, you can aim for two of them instead of just one of them. Okay, yeah, so Trace is gonna run over to the closest two she can get to, and with her short sword, take a swipe. Roll to hit. All right, pink dice. Don't fuck me, please. Okay, that's not bad. It's a 12 plus 3 plus proficiency. So it's a, it's 12 plus 5, so it's 17. Yeah, you hit. Finally, thank God. 1d6. So it's a 2 plus 3, which is 5, plus another 2, so it's 7 total. You said, you said 7 damage total? Yes. Okay, yeah, you... I'm sorry, you were attacking with what again? Uh, short sword. Right. Uh, yeah, your short sword goes right into one of those twig monsters, and as you follow through, the remains of this twig monster smack into the twig monster that was next to it, and uh, your short sword just goes through both of them, and they collapse into forest debris. Good job. Cool. Leary, uh, who is kind of over by Loden and Ella and Kiel, he is going to make a ranged attack. Crossbow is a d6, right? He does six damage to that onkeg. Light crossbow, 1d8 piercing. Oh, light crossbow is a d8. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> it rolled the exact same number as the d6. <laughs> uh, it was meant to be. And then I'm going to have Leary move slightly off to the side. All right, guess whose turn it is, guys? Is it the... Uh, it's the monster. The, yeah. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember how to say it. The on keg. The, 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 the ant. <laughs> Ant-Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> wow, it's a crossover. This is for you, uh, Paul Ryan, or whatever your name is. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, thank you. Did <laughs> you say Paul Ryan? <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, nope, not him. Better than saying Rand Paul. Oh, God. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> okay. All right. The podcast turns political. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Maybe. Okay, so the Onkeg is going to go... It actually has two attacks, so it's going to go after both uh, Loden and Ella. Wait, so I'm, be- I'm being attacked? Yes, you are. Oh, no. That's a 22 to hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's going to, like, lean its head down real quick and, and snap at your arm. And hang on real quick. I'm going to roll damage. <laughs> Long division is not necessary for <laughs> <laughs> for damage. You know what? Please no. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt me that bad. <laughs> um, you are going to take five piercing damage and two acid damage. So seven damage in total. Okay. What's your HP? Seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 
31. So I'm good. Oh yeah, we're level three. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're we're not as squishy as we once were. I, I ramped it up a little bit for you guys. Uh but you'll be fine. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> okay. And then it is going to look at you, Ella. Make a deck save. Uh oh, damn it. Uh it almost was 16, but then it was six. Oh, plus four. I mean it's still a ten, but like I'm dexterous. You are. Unfortunately, <laughs> you are not dexterous oh. enough. Oh. Uh, you are going to take five points of acid damage. Okay. It's not too bad. Yeah. It, my, my d20 rolls are hot. My d6 rolls are not. Did it like spit poison at her? Uh, you remember in the last episode when uh, Seeks was like, watch out, it spits. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that. And Loden, we are back to you. Before you go, you notice uh, from behind the onkeg a um, kind of like a like a reflection of light from inside the cave. And after it spits at Ella, you're going to see it kind of like shift a little bit as if it it's suddenly like uncomfortable. Then it's it's going to start trying to turn to look back into the cave. The onkeg or the light? The the on. Onkeg, sorry, the onkeg. The the onkeg is turning back to look at where the light came from. Okay, um, so it's distracted. Yes, so you have an advantage. Oh yes, all right. Well, I'm not gonna waste it, so I'm going to roll with my battle axe, and I'm gonna smack it. Roll the hit. The first one's an eighteen plus three, which is twenty one, and then the other one is a nine. Okay, I was hoping for a twenty. All right, one d eight. So that is a total of eight. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to move my spiritual weapon to bring it into up to the, the onkeg. And then would that also have uh, advantage or no? Um, not after you attack it, no. Okay. Um, then it's going to attack him. And that is a 20 total. Yes, you hit. And then it'll be a D8. Plus my spell casting modifier. So it'll be a five total. Okay, cleric. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to good way to do that. And then you said your your spiritual weapon only lasts a minute? Uh yes. A minute is ten rounds? Ten rounds. Ten rounds, yeah. Ten rounds, yeah. Okay, right. Okay, cool. Okay, good hit. Uh next is Toby. And he is going to go after some more of those twiggy monsters. And he takes out another one. And it is Seeks' turn. I'm, like, in the middle, right? So what am I, like, close to? Can you remind me where I am again? Yeah, you're toward the center of the clearing. You are about 30 feet away from the Onkeg and about 30 feet away from basically any other point of the clearing. How does the Onkeg look? Annoyed. (laughs) But, you know, what's new? So I'm 30 feet from that thing and then 30 feet from everything else, essentially. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I'm not going to be super strict with movement. I'll tell you if something is too far away for you to get to, but, you know, we're not going to have any kind of combat maps that have squares that you have to keep track of. Uh, I'm like, I want to do something cool, but I also don't want to die. <laughs> I think I'm going to feel like the... um. While the Onkeg is a pretty big threat, having, like, more of these things in the way, like, around is going to make it, like, more dangerous for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I am going to 
go to like dash back to the outskirts to see if I can um, if I can attack a few more. Okay. So I'm gonna run to the outskirts, like the area that I was closer to, like where the other like four were. I don't know if that's like near any other people or if that's like further away. Uh, on one side of the clearing, Toby is going through, and then on the other side, uh, Trace, Tabitha, and Gratok uh, are going after the twig monsters. So I'm gonna go over and join Toby since there are like three other people taking them out. I don't want him to be by himself. Uh, so I'm gonna approach one of them, and I'm going to attack it with my quarter stuff. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to cast. Uh, I'm, oh wait, hold on. Before I before I go further, are there any that are like right next to each other, like pretty, like within like five feet of each other? Yeah, they're they're all spaced pretty close together. Okay, so I would like to while like when I'm going to make this attack, uh, cast green flame blade. As part of the action uh, used to cast this spell, you must make a melee attack with a weapon against one creature within the spell's range. Otherwise, the spell fails. On a hit, the target suffers the attack's normal effects, and green fire leaps from the target to a different creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of it. The second creature takes fire damage equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. The spell's damage increases when you reach higher levels. Uh, yeah, okay. Roll to hit. Uh, shit. It rolled off of my table, and it got a 19. It rolled on my table, and it got a 6. Plus 4 is a 10, which means it's probably not gonna hit. It does not hit. When you go after these things with the quarterstaff, they kind of jump backwards a little bit, and your stick smacks into the ground. Roll a d20 for me. Oh, no. 18. Okay. Now you do it. Now you do the 18. (laughs) (laughs) That saved your weapon. (laughs) Yes, it did. So you have moved and you have attacked. Uh, Next is Kiel. Uh, She is just going to keep on concentrating on that shield of yours, Loden. Ella, it is your turn. Yeah, Ella's done with magic for the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so I'm going to fire my crossbow. So that's seven plus four. Eleven. Does that hit the Ankeg? It does not. No. Mm. Oh, poor baby Ella. As you try to hit it, it has one of its legs kind of down on the ground. It just moves the leg. Did you want to do anything else? Because you do have movement. I do have movement. I might run towards some of the stick things. I'm gonna let Loden take the lead on this one and be like, all right, well, maybe I'm not, I'm just not gonna help as much with the big one. Let's take out some of the little ones. Uh, yeah, the the closest line of stick monsters is actually only about 15 feet away from you. Cool. I run towards them. Uh, next is Gritok. Uh Gritok is going to make a swing at more of those twigs. He's actually only able to take out one. Uh, and then he moves further over to get more of them. Tabitha is going to trip and fall on her face. <laughs> oh, no! She is never Crap, big oof. Trace, it is your turn. You have you have just seen this human barbarian try and go after these twig monsters and basically eat it. <laughs> oh, like she tripped on her own? Yeah, it looks like she tripped on her own feet. I mean, it's it's uneven ground-ish. I mean, it's not, like, difficult terrain or anything like that, but, you know, it's not smooth. So Trace stifles a laugh and then feels kind of bad about it. <laughs> Rude! 
I'm still near our stick friends, right? Oh, yeah. I'll just take a swing at the next closest, too. Okay. Roll for it. Roll for it. Come on. Pink. Nice. Oh, my God. It's a three. Plus five. Does that hit? Uh, no, it does not. So something you notice is that these twig monsters seem to be learning. And as you take a swing at them, the few that were within your reach move away. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to do? Nope, that's literally all I can do. All right. Back over by the Onkeg, Leary is going to send another crossbow bolt. Oh, heck yeah. That was a nat 20. Oh my God. <laughs> nice. Let's just let uh let's let the NPCs take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll lead the NPC army. <laughs> I always get excited when I roll a nat twenty, even if it's for stuff like this. I'm just gonna cut that out and say that it was just a high roll. No, keep your nat twenty. No, keep it no, in. Okay, it's okay. Keep your nat twenty. It's kind of funny that the NPCs are yes. winning. <laughs> they've they've got this. Okay, so you said crossbows d eight, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, this Ankeg is looking pretty worse for wear, uh, which actually brings us to the Ankeg's turn. It is going to disengage, Oof. and it is going to run away from you, Loden, and into the vault, and you're going to see it's going to start tunneling into the side of the, the wall just inside the entrance, uh, and as it moves through, the hole that it's making is collapsing in on itself. Uh, roll perception real quick for me. Okay. 11 plus 3 is 14. As it turns around to run into the vault and scurry away, you see something sticking out of its back. It is a dagger. <laughs> and you're also going to see, just because it's right there, Nimbly is slightly further into the vault entrance, uh, holding another dagger at the ready. Nice. Go nimbly. Hello, everyone. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. This is Kat. I play Ella, the gnome bard. Probably aware of that. Uh, but we wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who has supported us so far, uh, especially Putu Brigham for providing music that can be heard at the beginning and ending of all of our episodes, and Yocto Crunch for some fantastic character art, and also our beta listeners, because they provided some really important feedback to us as we were getting started. If you have any questions or comments for us, please feel free to reach out to us on social media at AmpTheCast. AMP the cast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Or you can send us an email at amphthecast at gmail.com. We're taking people's names to be used for NPCs in future episodes. And that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to reach out to us on pretty much all social media. We're at amphthecast, AMP the cast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, and we love responding to y'all's comments. You can also send us an email at amphthecast at gmail.com. Your name could show up as an NPC in a future episode, so you might want to interact with us if you want, want a little bit of fame, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of excitement uh, <laughs> in your boring <laughs> lives. <laughs> oh my god. Oh... It's awkward as hell to do these little ad breaks. We don't even have ads. <laughs> <laughs> also, we would love to hear your ideas for magical or even 
boring mundane items that our players can purchase with their real fantasy money. So you can also send those to amphicast at gmail.com. You can post those in Facebook comments, but our DM might get mad at you because she wants to keep those secret and a surprise. Thank you again for checking us out and let's get back to the action. Hell yeah, nimbly. God, nimbly. What a good dude. But he's kind of in shadow. You can tell that it's him because you've seen him before. Ankeg is like digging into the wall. Yeah, it has disengaged and fled. Cool. Um, Ella, Trace, and Seeks. Make dexterity saves for me. Ah. Ooh, I think I'm those. Oh, no. Yay. 19. Ella Dextrous. Yes, she is. I have proficiency in those. Not when I roll a 5. So that's a, I rolled a 10 total. Well, fuck. I rolled a seven plus two, which is a nine total. Why do I feel like I should have proficiency in dex? Did you a cat? Uh, Toby got a three, so don't feel too bad. Oh, finally, an NPC rolls poorly. So as soon as this onkeg tunnels away, or as soon as it starts tunneling away, Ella seeks and trace. You guys are going to notice that the twigs are starting to come at you very quickly, and they are going to jump at you. Uh, Ella and Gratok are able to get out of the way and not get uh, tackled, but Trace and Seeks, you two are going to find yourself with uh, two each of these twig monsters on you, uh, and you are grappled. Fun! Yay! The prince is also grappled, and Tabitha is also grappled. Well, shit. (laughs) And what does grappled mean exactly? Your speed is zero. And you can't benefit from any bonuses to your speed. The condition ends if the grappler is incapacitated. So if you if you kill the things, you'll no longer be grappled. The condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is held away by the thunder wave spell. I don't want to use another spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You can just kill these things. Either way, it is uh, Nimbly's turn. I-, I had his initiative hidden. Nimbly is going to start walking further into the caves, shooting kind of a sly look at Loden. And Loden, it is your turn. I'm going to turn around and yell at everyone else that's fighting all the little Twiggy monsters. And I'm going to yell out, ADVANCE! And then I'm going to use my full dash to go into the cave. Speaking as a free action, right? Yeah. He said ADVANCE, right? Yep. (laughs) That's a (laughs) (laughs) no-go! I'm right behind you, bud. <laughs> uh, as you seek, as you say that's a that's a no go. You hear Toby beside you, like while he's struggling with these twigs, uh, he's gonna laugh a little bit. He's gonna try and stay serious, but he can't help it. <laughs> Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, because this thing doesn't tell me if you're grappled. Uh, you make you can make a strength check to get out of it, right? Um, I think you are correct. Let me let me pull it up. I'm not quite sure. This is awesome. I'm like trying to make sure that I updated my character properly. And I just realized that on level three, I get three sorcery points and meta magic. Fuck yeah. I'm like so excited now because I'm like, let me let me change this because it changes my plans. <laughs> okay, so escaping a grapple. A grappled creature can use its action to escape. To do so, it must succeed on a strength, athletics, or a dexterity acrobatics check contested by strength ac- strength athletics check. Oh, okay. 
Toby is going to try and get out. Six, you see Toby open his arms and like throw them down at the ground and the twig creatures just fall to the ground. And as they hit the ground, they disintegrate into sticks. Well, damn. Six, you are actually next. I wanted to cast Shocking Grasp on the trees. <laughs> um, I have meta magic. And that allows me to um, twist spells to suit my needs. Oh. And then it says, uh, at third level, you gain the ability to twist your spells to suit your needs. You gain two of the following metamagic options of your choice. You gain another one at 10th and 17th level. You can use only one metamagic option on a spell when you cast it, unless otherwise noted. And the one I wanted to use was Twinned Spell. When you cast a spell that targets only one creature and doesn't have the range of self, you can spend a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level to target a second creature within range of the same spell. One sorcery point if the spell is a cantrip. Okay. To be eligible, a spell must be incapable of targeting more than one creature at the spell's current level. So uh, I wanted to use Shocking Grasp because uh, Shocking Grasp is... Well, I don't know if it would count because it says it's a touch range. Okay, so that that typically means that you can only target one. Right. But since I can, since both of them are holding me, I figure since that definitely counts as a touch for both, I can cast it for both. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I have to make a melee spell attack, which is a 12 plus 5. Oh yeah, you hit. And then that's 1d8 lightning damage. Or if it's still alive after this, it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Do you want me to roll two since I'm attacking two or just one? Uh, just let's roll one. Uh, it's five for uh, five. Just five. Uh, you, you put your hands against both of these twig monsters and they crumble into twigs and forest debris. And you are now not grappled anymore. I put one <laughs> foot behind me and like spin myself around and I go, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> Toby's just kind of like clapping. He's like, nice. <laughs> and Trace is just literally a captive audience to the weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's on the other side of the uh, of the clearing. Oh, that's right. She has good eyes. So watch. <laughs> Next is Kiel. Uh, she is just going to start running after Loden as he goes into the vault. Ella, it is your turn. Okay. How many twig things are left? A lot. A lot. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to go ahead and cast my own Thunder Wave. Oh. And so hopefully it works this time. Okay, does that mean I use my spell attack bonus? No, because it's not melee. It's a saving throw. Okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, and I think Thunder Wave, it's a con save. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Okay, so you're casting Thunder Wave? Yep. All right. The spell save DC is 13 for you? Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, they do not save. All right. So that means, since everyone failed, um, 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. Um, Oh, man. Y'all, we got a two. We got a one and a one. It's a two. Uh, Wow. God. It's going to be so satisfying when we roll like nat 20s and full damage. I have not done anything good except dodge out of the way of these sticks. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I'll say three of them, the the ones that were like the closest to you disintegrate, but the the two behind them are fine. <laughs> I'm just going to yell. 
fuck it, and then turn it and run behind Loden. Okay, that's actually a good way to do it. <laughs> yep. Uh, next is Gritok. He's going to take another swing. Uh, he hits, and he's going to take out two more of those. And he is also going to start running toward the entrance of the vault. Or actually, actually, I'm sorry, uh, retcon real quick. Because Gritok is next to Trace, who has twigs on her. Fuck solidarity. Yeah. <laughs> and Tabitha is also prone on the ground. Uh, well, that's her own fault. She did that to herself. <laughs> oh, dear. So he's going to grab one of those twigs by its neck. <laughs> if they have necks. <laughs> And he's going to chuck it back into the trees and it'll hit a tree and disintegrate. Uh, So you now only have one on you and you see Tabitha kind of like flail around on the ground and uh, the the twigs get like pushed off of her and she slams her arm down onto one of them and it disintegrates. She then uses uh, half of her movement to stand up and Trace, it is your turn. Oh yeah, so I'm just grappled by one now? Alright, so let's strength check this out, baby. It's either acrobatics or athletics. I'm going to roll acrobatics. And I'm going to try something new, which is not rolling on my player's handbook, because I think my player's handbook is giving me bad luck. So I'm going to roll on my desk. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a three. Oh, no. Yeesh. It's a three plus three. So it's a six. Guys, Trace 1.0 rolled so good. I rolled so many nat 20s with her, and Trace 2.0 has lost her mojo. Ella and Trace can be buds with this. <laughs> uh, um, so Trace, uh, this other twig that is like hanging off of your back, you're trying to like reach behind you to grab it and it just keeps on like shifting and you can't get it. Uh, and then it is Leary and Leary is just going to run into the vault after Loden. So Seeks, you don't have any on you. Trace and Tabitha are the only ones left that have twigs on them. Uh, Tabitha is going to take two damage uh, as the other twig kind of spikes her uh, in the arm. And Trace, do you get hit by an 18? An 18? Yep. Uh, yep, I hit. Okay. Um, yeah, the twig that is currently on your back is going to take one of its arms and kind of smack it into your shoulder. And you feel like these points go into your skin and you take four points of damage. Cool. Is it holding me like kind of like like you know like when you restrain someone's arms behind their back? Is that kind of like what it is? Uh, no, it's like piggybacking on you. Okay. I mean, these things aren't very big. They're they're pretty tiny. <laughs> Kevin, since Sloden is now in the vault, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you guys are out of the initiative pool, and I'm just gonna finish up here. Okay. Okay. No problem. So next is gonna be Seeks, since you guys are still over by the Twiggies. Okay. Um, I look at toby and i say do you want to go into the vault or do you want to help them and i point over to the group toby is going to take a look and and he'll say well they've only got two over there and there's three of them so we can probably just reconvene in the vault uh i think it's better we get away from these little things because there are other twig monsters and they are moving toward you i agree and i want to see if i can do one thing before i run away uh because i have ranged attack spells because I try to diversify. <laughs> uh, I would like to cast Ray of Frost on one of the trees. You might also hit one of us. No, because I have I can use another sorcery point if I really, really want to. Because I still have two left. 
Also remember that you have a whole vault in front of you. Maybe not. I want to help. I'm going to go, you can do it, or girl, and run away. So Toby and, or yeah, Toby and Seeks are going to start heading into the vault. Uh, next person who is still in the initiative area is Gratok. He is going to pull the last twig off of you, Trace, and chuck it again into the forest where it disintegrates. Thanks. Could have handled it, though. <laughs> Gratok just kind of like looks down at you like, okay. He's going to grunt. He doesn't really look very much in a joking mood. And he's going to start heading toward the vault entrance. Uh, next is Tabitha. She is going to swing her arm and the twig is going to go flying off of it and into the bushes. And it probably disintegrated, but it went into a bush so you didn't see it. And she's going to look at you and say, All right, that was fun. Uh, time for serious business? Italy. Yes, but what about... And tracing gestures to the area around her. What about everyone that just got eaten by the ground? Like, are we just leaving them six feet under, literally? Tabitha kind of, like, holds out her hands. She's going to say, I mean, do you want to start digging? I mean, that would take a while. Yes, it would. If I look around, like, do I see any inclination of, like, the ground doing weird shit? Make an investigation check. I might be good at these. Don't say that. Nope, I have a minus one. I forgot. I forgot I'm wisdom-based, not intelligence. So it's a seven. It looks like ground. Um, I mean, you definitely see the, the other twigs that are in the clearing are still moving toward you. Okay, fine. Go, go. And Trey starts like going towards the entrance. All right. I'm going to say that you guys are out of initiative. Uh, you leave the twig monsters far behind. Want us into the cave or are they kind of just, like giving up once they... You have no idea. <sighs> okay. <laughs> cool. But yeah, about 30 feet into the entrance, there is a sudden kind of right turn that takes you further down and things are it's starting to get dark uh who doesn't have dark vision uh that would be me oh whoops <laughs> but can't load and cast light um i don't think i have it on my spell list <laughs> oh you dunk that's like <laughs> classic cleric you don't have light <laughs> you say that was in character <laughs> <laughs> i don't need light <laughs> that's in character you, you're a cleric and you don't have light that that is actually okay further down you do see that there is a light uh, around another curve but Loden, something you also notice it seems to be like a crack in the wall and just the tip of a cattail just kind of flicks out and back in and leary behind you is also looking toward that crack in the wall he kind of like taps your arm and he puts out his hand like, wait. Kiel is also standing kind of right next to you, looking expectant. What do you do? <laughs> um, I, I could bust out some healing if everyone needs it. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. Uh, Ella, you uh, you pretty much went in right after Loden, right? Yep. Kiel is going to walk over to you and put her hand on your shoulder. And you are going to heal for uh, seven damage. Ella says, thanks. Uh, and she starts kind of making shapes with her hands. Like, she starts, like, gesturing with her hands. But then she she kind of, like, stops and, and folds her hands together, uh, looking a little sli slightly embarrassed and sad. Aww. So, Loden's gonna cast uh, Cure Wounds on whomever looks the, the roughest out of everybody else that's not getting uh, healed right now. It's probably you, Loden. Oh, well. 
then cool. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. All right. <laughs> so I heal for 20 points. Dang. Oh, my God. I, I don't think you even took that much damage. Just really energized. <laughs> you had a Red Bull. Our energy. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm going to say that, uh, that pretty much everybody isn't too far behind. Seeks and Toby, you guys make it in. Uh, and you find Loden, Leary, and Kiel and Ella uh, are just around the corner. Gratok and Tabitha and Trace are basically right behind you guys. What are you guys doing? Hey guys, how you doing? Gotta admit that was not my best. Same. So just to get the lay of the land, we're like right now just standing in like the cave hall, basically. Yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a hallway. One way down, or is there like multiple ways to go? Make a perception check. Okay. I should be slightly better at these. Uh, can I also do a uh, perception check? Yep. 15 plus 5, so a 20. Finally! Really excited I got a 20. 9 plus probably 0, if I remember correctly. Yep, 9. Seeks, go ahead and also make a perception check. Okay. Ah, uh, dunk. It's a 4 plus 3. It's 7. <laughs> Um, Seeks and Ella, you guys just see the hallway that goes down, makes a turn, and there seems to be light uh, in that direction. Trace, you also see this hallway with the light at the end of it, and there's like a, a crack in the wall. But, you know, it's also a cave. There seems to be collapsed holes in other places. But you could fit in it, I guess, if you tried. A six foot seven big orc? Half orc? Uh, mm, uh. <laughs> it would be a real tight squeeze, so I hope you're not claustrophobic if you want to go that way. Yeah, Trace, living her life as a half-orc, knows that she cannot fit in small places. So I think she wouldn't even, even though me, Jordy, wants to look at the wall, I think Trace just wouldn't, like, it wouldn't strike her as something she could do. So she'd be in, like, all right, lights that way, and start heading forward. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gr- Gratok is is basically on the same mental wavelength as you he he barely even stopped for you guys to talk he's just going uh who is following gratok and trace i am i am <laughs> so ella and seeks are definitely following uh gratok and trace kiel and toby are also following kiel because of ella and toby because of seeks i guess you guys go all the way down to the light and make that turn yep yeah you come into a room it it looks pretty empty Except for a uh, a coin purse on the ground. Ella immediately goes and <laughs> to pick it up. I figured she would. Oh no! <laughs> Real quick, <laughs> uh, because a, a certain someone didn't say they were following. Uh, Loden. Yes. You and Leary and Tabitha stayed behind in that hallway, and Leary is going to motion his head toward the crack in the wall, and he's going to say, "This is it." You sure you you ready to come with us? Let's do it. While you did get alerted to that crack in the wall by the tail flicking around, when you look into the crack, you don't see anyone. Of course, it is also very low light, so you probably wouldn't anyway. Tabitha is going to pull a torch out of her pack and light it. So now you guys can see down the crack, and it does seem to go down a little ways, but you guys start heading down. Loden, real quick, make a deck save for me. Oh, boo. Why are you going to make the cleric do decks? Oh, nat 20 on that one. Cool. Nice! <gasps> the curse is lifted. <laughs> Actually, Logan's been doing okay. <laughs> That'll be uh, 21. <laughs> As you guys are starting down this crack, the ground does become very slick and slippery, 
you are able to keep your footing. Leary kind of has to grab the wall and in front of you, Tabitha starts slipping and falling. She keeps on falling on her face. <laughs> but with your 20, if you would like, I, I will say that you can uh, kind of grab onto her and keep her from falling. Do you want me to roll for that too, or do you want to just lump no, that no. in? I'll, I'll say that if you if you want to help her keep her from falling, that nat 20 of yours, I will let you do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, then I reach out and try to snag her. Yeah, uh, you grab onto her arm, and, and she's able to remain standing. Imagine how funny it'd be if you just let her fall. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. That'd be pretty rude. Uh, it, it would definitely set a precedent for their future relationship. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but behind you, Leary kind of puts his hand on your shoulder and says, good catch. As you guys continue continue down this crack, uh, it's only been a minute. It splits into two. As you're looking at the fork in this path, on the right, you see that there is a light and you see a shift in the light that looks like a tail. And it basically disappears almost immediately. Down the other path, you see the shadow of a small winged maybe creature and a slight jingle which way are you going okay so i'm gonna pull out one of my torches and i'm gonna look at leary and be like looks like we gotta split the group uh i'm gonna go and i'll point towards the with the torch that i just lit towards the winged creature and the jingling leary kind of gives you a puzzled look and and he says i mean no we we need to go this way. I mean, are you sure you want to go that way? I'm not going to stop you from going your own way, but I thought you were going to come with us. You know what? Go that way. Check it out. If it's if you see something cool, just come back this way with it, okay? Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to keep going, okay? Okay, sounds good. And Leary and Tabitha keep on down the right path while you go down the left. Cool. Uh, and then back with uh, everybody else. So Trace, Ella, and Seeks, you find yourself in a room with Gratok, Kiel, and Toby. Uh, in the center of the room is a coin purse that Ella has very quickly set her eyes upon. Yeah. Uh, are, you're just going to pick it up? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> As you pick it up, you start hearing uh, a slight rumbling coming from the hallway that you that you came in from. And a door comes down and shuts off uh, your path backwards. So you now only have one way to go. Fun. Great. The coin purse is, is really pretty. If you shake it, there are jinglies. <laughs> what do you do? Ella grins. <laughs> Sheepishly. Does Ella want to do anything else with the coin purse? Or do you guys want to... I mean, I guess she wants to look in it. Wait, could I do an investigation check on it? Uh, yeah, you can do an investigation check. Okay, 14 plus 4, so 18. Okay, as you're looking at the top part of the coin purse, uh, you can see that there's like tiny little wisps of green sparkly stuff coming out of it. it, it very, very tiny. Mm, green sparklies. Okay, could I do an arcana check? Sure. Oh, 15 plus 4 is 19. Oh, dang. You know magic, but this doesn't seem like any magic you've ever seen. It seems more like spores than magic. Okay. Can I do a nature check? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really checking out this thing, all right? You are a curious being. Yes, go ahead and make a nature check. <laughs> okay, 11 plus 2, 13. Yeah, it, it looks like spores. Um, 
not any spores you've seen before, but if your investigation check told you anything about it, it, it seems that the coin purse uh, might be full of the stuff. Okay. Ella really wants to open it, but is really fighting back that impulse. <laughs> Kiel is going to walk over to you and start like making motions uh, with her hands. And then she's going to like, she's going to grip her fist in like kind of frustration. And she's going to point at the coin purse and then she's going to, like, shrug her shoulders, like, oh, what is it? There's something in here that, well, jingles. I shake it. Um, but I also see these, like, greenish spores in here. So even though mm, I really want to open it, I really want to open it. But I don't know. I can't tell enough about these things. Does anybody else recognize them? Mm, I mean, I guess, I guess I can take a look at it. My nature's terrible. My survival's better, but yeah, I don't have enough that would actually like benefit. Gritok is going to walk over to you, Ella, and hold out his hand for the coin purse. Did- <laughs> I mean, <sighs> okay, <laughs> I hand it over. <laughs> it's like a dad going up to his kid. Stop touching the dangerous thing. Give it to me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I did say over and over again. I really want to open it. <laughs> Um, he's going to take the coin purse and walk over to the very corner of the room, open it and dump it out, and then just kind of like step back from it. And you see that there's three gold coins and this poof of green spores and sparkly things uh, just dump out of this purse. And he kind of like waves his hand and then takes the coins and puts them back in the coin purse and then hands it to you. Just like, here you go. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate it. He just grunts. Kiel is gonna, is gonna, like, look in the corner at where the sparklies were, and she's gonna start, like, making the motions with her hands again. And this time, Toby is gonna, he's gonna come over to you, to you both, and he's gonna get down on a, on one knee in front of you and Kiel, and he's gonna start making similar motions with his hands. Ella, you see Kiel's face light up. Like, her hands are making these motions really fast now, and Toby's eyes get wide, and he just, like, puts his hands up, and he's like, stop, 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 stop. And then he he makes the motions with his hands really slowly, and she seems to like kind of like calm down and like rein herself in from the excitement, and then starts making motions with her hands again. And he turns to you, Ella, and he says, "Uh, she's asking if you know what the sparklies are. She says they're really pretty." Oh, <laughs> I don't know what they are. Uh, but I agree with you; they're very pretty. He turns back to Kiel, and she kind of gives a thumbs up. Did you guys want to to try and like check out anything in this room, or are you good to? Hey, I'm just making a perception check, just if there's no reason why not. Okay. Ooh, okay, that's a 17 plus five. Hey, nice. We're getting back there. I'm only good at perception checks. <laughs> uh, Trace, as you're looking around the room, you notice that the walls aren't just like unfinished. It's not just cave walls. The more you look around, the more you start seeing patterns. Okay. And they look like diamonds. They they look like diamond shapes. Like tracings of diamonds or like little diamond slots where you would put a diamond in? They're real subtle. It kind of just looks like a design feature. Okay. You can try investigating them. Could I try? I have a negative one to this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a nine minus one. <laughs> yeah, they just look like pretty design features. V, what did you want to do? Well, since... Trace went first and she started investigating the wall and I noticed she's just like uh, looking at it very intently. I uh, walk over and go, is 
Is there anything that you see? I mean, there's just diamonds drawn all on the walls. It's an interesting design choice. So I'd like to make an investigation check to see if I notice anything more than what she's seeing. Okay. Oh, shit, it's a 19. (laughs) Plus a 1, 20. Oh, a dirty 20. Got it. Dirty 20. (laughs) (laughs) As you're looking at the wall... You definitely see the diamond designs that Trace was describing. But as you get closer and as you as you look at the details of the design, you start noticing that they're not just diamonds. They're not just diamonds like carved into the wall or drawn on the wall. They seem to be really tiny diamonds that are all spaced really close together. And those tiny ones are making up the outline of the bigger ones. Can I see if this is something that is like going on throughout the entire room? Like, can I walk the perimeter and like look at the walls and like the floor? Yeah, it's absolutely the entire room. Is there like any other exits to this or from this room? Oh yeah, sorry. I probably should have put that in earlier. On the other side from where you guys came in, there is another hallway that uh, you can see leads to another room. Is it like it's open? Yeah, there's nothing stopping you. Okay. What about where the bag was? Can I like look and see where like that? Because it just kind of seemed, it was just like in the middle of the room, right? Like, I'd like to go see where they found the bag, like see if I notice anything. Okay. Because of your 20 roll and and this is still included in in the investigation, where that bag was, you see a, a slightly more predominant, slightly recessed diamond in the floor. But like, you know, if you if you put your hand in it or try and press it or anything like that, it, it doesn't seem to do anything. Mm, Seeks uh, calls over to Trace and shows her what she found and says, I think it might be like, I think it might have something that goes here. Like another diamond. Well, this part, all the other parts aren't recessed, like aren't like in. It looks like it was cut out and like removed. Like, do you think there might be another like loose piece here or something maybe like the coin purse had like coins in it and obviously you can't shove a circle in a diamond so obviously it's from that and i didn't see anything that looked like it could have been a key Mm, i don't know uh and she calls out hey toby toby who has been uh making those hand motions with kiel he puts his hands up to her and then turns to you and says uh yeah uh what's up i'm sorry to interrupt but could you um take a look at this for me sure um and there are and i just kind of explained to him that there are like what I found on the walls, like the diamonds all over the room and that this diamond is different from the other diamonds and what he thinks it might be. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as you guys are doing this, by the way, I, I don't know if any of you had been keeping an eye on Gertok, but he has gone into the next room and after a second, you guys hear a clatter of things seemingly being dumped out of a box. Okay, well, Ella rushes towards that. I think Trace is more interested in the next thing. The player wants to know about the diamond. I don't think Trace cares. <laughs> um, yeah, Toby comes over and and looks at the the diamond shaped recess in the floor, and he tilts his head and starts kind of like putting his fingers in it, trying to like press it like you did. And he looks slightly confused, and he just says, "I'm not sure. It it just seems to be a I don't know. Maybe it could be like a a drain or something. I'm not seeing." anything to and he starts trying to like brush it off to see if maybe there's like dirt build up and it's just a slight recess in the floor in a diamond shape 
he looks up at you, seeks, and he says, doesn't seem like much. Uh, though, I guess, keep it in mind, it could be a clue for something ahead. Oh, trust me, I'm not going to let this go. <laughs> just like gnawing at her. She wants, I can't, I don't need sleep. I need answers. I need to know. <laughs> that was out of character. So, uh, yeah, seeks is like, like she has gone from like super curious to like visibly annoyed. Like she, <laughs> she needed to know, like I, she needed resolve, like, and she's not getting it right now. And that's really frustrating for her. Toby kind of like, he, he goes to put his hand on your shoulder as like a comforting gesture, but then like pulls it away before he actually touches you. He just says, it, it's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, You know, we can, we can come back here as long as I guess another wall doesn't come down to block us from going back this way. And and Seeks just is like, uh, I'd knock on, oh wait, she knocks on her quarterstaff. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches over and also knocks on the quarterstaff and he says, just in case. And she's like, okay, you touched the stuff. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> He's trying to relate to you. <laughs> I know. It's just weird. <laughs> I think the hard thing for Seeks is that she's used to people, like everything with uh, her interactions with people have been transactional. Like, you know, you give me something, I give you something. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like an emotional exchange, it's exchanges of data or information. And so like outside of her family, she doesn't have like everything is like a transaction so she's not sure how to like work with this or like how to like navigate these exchanges with toby because it doesn't seem like it's transactional does that make sense yeah that's fair okay so after a second of you two talking Seeks, if you were to look over Toby's shoulder, you would see that Kiel, she's kind of like looking a little nervous and she keeps on looking toward the other room and peering over Toby's shoulder and then looking over the other room and she wants to like interrupt you guys, but like she also doesn't want to be rude. Um, Seeks leans over and sees her and that she's like by herself and she like waves and then gestures to, like to like have her emotion she motions to her to join them and um, as she does this she looks at toby and says i think she might need you right now you're the only one that can talk to her right like that's what you were doing over there oh uh well i mean she can hear she just can't talk but i mean i i was using the the signing to make her feel comfortable uh so that she knows that i can understand what she's saying yeah it's just I think it's comforting to know that for at least if it were me, I would be comforted knowing that someone was able to understand the way I talk and talk to me the way I talk to everybody else. Toby smiles when you say that. And he says, I can't understand that personally, but he looks down at the ground and he says, as a kid, I always wanted to make everyone feel safe and, and welcome. And so I made it kind of my, my own life's goal to learn at least the basics of all the languages of he stops himself and seems to think about the right words. And he says, of the people who live around me. That's really nice of you. Most people don't think about stuff like that. After you say that, Kiel, now looking less nervous and more impatient, comes over and she like taps Toby on the shoulder um, and she signs 
and Toby chuckles and he says, oh, okay. Um, she says that everyone's already moved on and she doesn't like the idea of us getting split up any more than we already are. Um, yeah. So we should probably head into the next room. Yeah, that makes sense. So you and Toby and Kiel uh, move into the next room. I leave last and as I leave, I turn around or like I like look over my shoulder longingly at the hole in the ground. <laughs> I need answers. Uh, actually, so you do that. <laughs> Oh my god. Make a perception check. Oh fuck. <laughs> it's an eight. I didn't get anything. Unless you really want to give it to me. <laughs> I, I will give you a tiny, tiny something. As you look back longingly and you finally turn back, just out of the corner of your eye, the designs on the wall begin to shift. Okay. But if you look back again, they don't move. They're just there. So it's like an I must be seeing things moment. Yeah. I have only been in this vault for like 10 minutes. It's getting to me already. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Seeks takes her pause and she like taps her face and goes, get it together. Get it together. (laughs) And that is where we are stopping tonight. Oh, my God. Oh. Who dropped? Who dropped? Who dropped? We lost loading. Oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't Craig. This <laughs> is not Craig. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. just Kevin. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. Oh.